This program was first broadcast on Canterbury's access media station, Plains FM, and was made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air. Just a heads up that we'll be covering emotional abuse in this podcast, so if you need to skip this one, we understand. Babes, listen, it's time to jump on into it with your pals, Nat and Jess, and catch up on all things women's health and fitness. What's up, what's up, what's up? Sorry. Sorry, sorry. I didn't know how to follow that. Yes, that's generally the reaction I look for. A little bit of surprise. Yeah, well, I yeah. wondered how to kind of say Happy St. Patrick's Day. Oh, yeah, sorry. Because we are recording this. I like the green T-shirt colours. Um, we're recording we're this. Oh, on, and you. Not to me. There we go. Didn't even realise. Um, 17th of March. And I've noticed a few kind of signs saying that, uh, you know, Jameson whiskey is half price and, you know, a few good Irish drinks like that. So, And you're into it especially because you used to live in Ireland. Yep, it was a very, it was a, it was a good day. And they have actually the most incredible parade on this day that cool. we took the kids to when they were younger. And, but yeah, it's just, it's a day off. It's a good day. Yeah, nice. Happy day. Uh, I only remember it from when I was, um, well, I don't really celebrate it now, but at uni, it's big. Mm, Yeah, well, any excuse to drink, really. Well, yeah, it's kind of seen as like a drinking holiday. Yeah, we used to just dress up in green and drink a lot. Isn't that interesting that that's what the Irish are known for? Drinking? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like, it's almost sort of like this worldwide celebration, St. Patrick's Day, right? Yeah, yeah. That's celebrated in lots of places outside of, um, you know, Ireland. uh, Because who doesn't want an excuse to drink? Not many people. Could do wine on the 4th of July, is it? 14th of July? What, for? um, French. For what's it called? Bastille. Bastille yeah. Day. Uh, yeah, I don't really celebrate here though. Although being there in um, in France at the time is quite a good time. Yeah. So what did they do to celebrate? Just, just drink. <laughs> Why has that not taken off? <laughs> what do you mean in New Zealand? Yeah, globally. Ah, oh. if if oh, like St. Paddy's. Yeah, if they celebrate it by drinking. I don't know. I'd be into that. An excuse to drink wine. It, yeah. Um, how's your week been, pal? Uh, I haven't seen you much. Oh, do you know what is different about this week? I returned to teaching. Dun, 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 dun. Yes, I got back up on that stage and taught a little bit of balance with another instructor. And yeah, and you know How'd what? How did it feel? Uh, well, it's given me an appreciation for how overwhelming to the senses it is when you start out as a new instructor. Oh, yeah, true. Because, uh, like, in Les Mills Christchurch as well, we teach up on a stage. It's quite a high stage. There are lights, and it's a big room, and uh, there's music, and then you get the feedback of your own voice over a microphone. And not having not done that for three months, 
it was it was actually quite overwhelming for the senses. It sort of, um, and interestingly, I noticed that my S's and Z's were very sharp. So <laughs> usually when I teach, I adjust that, and because I oh really, you, know, I was you like, adjust that. I must do because. Do you? Um, yeah, because they came out you really, really sharp. You have mentioned that to me before when we've listened to our podcast, and you'd be like, oh, my S's. Yeah, I don't know what it is. It just... What it is. It's just, yeah, it's just my thing. So, yeah, um, yeah and uh, it was very cool to look out and see yourself. <laughs> I wasn't there for long, but I wanted to be there. Number one supporter, <laughs> and uh, and Holly was there smiling. as well, and Serena, and um, it, it was a very lovely vibe, and you know, great to get You're so and... good. You're so good at it. Wow. What do I want to say are... that? I know not much. Don't I have to say anything. But you're <laughs> just so good at it. Like, I, you know, when you forget, well, I, I, not that I forgot, but I was like, she's good. This is why she's good. Warm up. Perfect. Everything. Perfect. Yeah. Maybe I'm biased. Who knows? I think, I think, <laughs> I think you're biased, but that's, no, no, I, no, know, no. I think you are really good. If I'm trying to work on accepting compliments, which I'm not really, but if I was, work then I would it. say thank you. You're welcome. Thank you very Anytime, much. Anytime. Come to me for compliments. What about your week then? What have you been up to? Uh, my week's been, it's been good. It's been quite busy. Uh, not much really to report back. I had vertigo this morning, oh, which yeah. was very fun. Yeah. Um, but once I figured out that it was vertigo, it I felt like better about it. Because mm. you know when you feel dizzy? Mm. Also, when I get panic attacks, since we've talked about that, mm. my eyes go funny mm. and I get dizzy. That's like one of the, you know, um, what my brain does mm. when I get a panic attack. So I knew it wasn't that, but it's good to be confirmed that it's not that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. when, when I was talking about the panic attacks that I have had, that I've had had, talked about it last week, um, it's always scary when you don't know when it's about to come on. Mm-hmm. But then I realised, because I, I realised that it was vertigo when I started looking in different, like, angles. Like, when I look up, especially I just felt so dizzy, like like I was on a boat pretty much. Mm. Um, but I got rid of it. There's a really great manoeuvre. Thanks, Shani. She sent me a YouTube video. She's so freaking busy at work, but even when I have issues, she still finds time, mm. you know? Mm. Like, I wasn't, like, texting her to be like, help me, but to be like, hey, I've got vertigo. It's mm. shit. And then she's like, do this, do this. And, yeah, it was really good. Uh, when's the first time you had vertigo? First time was... I've had it twice before. First time was I had been on a boat um, with Shani, Sean, and Essie, actually. We'd just been, like, on a day trip on a boat in Auckland. And then off the boat, I had vertigo. <clears throat> I just lay down for, like, the whole afternoon, and then I was mm. okay. Second time was a random Tuesday morning, woke up, went to teach grit, and I just felt off. Mm. But it was worse when I lay down. So I kind of go got away with it until the core track. And then as soon as I lay down, the whole world started spinning. So I didn't really, yeah. So then I realized then that I had to go. And yeah, have you had it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's shit, hey? Yeah. No, it's, uh, it's not fun. The first time I had it, were, I flew back to New Zealand um, and I was only going to be back for a week. And so it was a really tight kind of turnaround and one of the the last connecting flight from Sydney to Christchurch, we we landed too late, and I ended up having to do kind of a, a stopover and all of that. And then 
um, I wasn't feeling so well that following day and then arrived into Christchurch and had that sensation of just being dizzy and at that horrible thing where you look and the room keeps traveling. Yes. You know, like you yes. look to one direction and then the room just kind of keeps keeps moving across. Um, but uh, yes, it was a, it was a, like I couldn't really drive. So it was yeah. a funny old week of being back. So how long did you have it for then? Mm, pretty much, pretty much until uh, like I couldn't get in to see anyone about it other than like the GP. So you had GP. it for days. I had it. I had it pretty much the the oh whole week. My. I think kind of disappeared when I flew back. But it could have also been like I wonder too if the stress of like I'm I'm flying back and I don't have very long here, yeah, yeah. and then the connecting flight didn't go, so I lost a day, and it was kind of like the stress was over when I left. So it, I don't right, know. Yeah, I'm not too sure how much stress plays into vertigo. That could be an interesting thing to look <laughs> at. Very topic. <laughs> no. uh, well, I feel grateful that I only had it for the morning. Yeah, I'm very grateful. Yeah, yeah, well, well done. But how long did you spend trying to get rid of it? Uh, in my breaks, I had a 45-minute break, spent pretty much the whole... I tried to do work, and then I was like, oh, no, I can't. Mm. So I did it for 45 minutes, and then I had another break for 15 minutes and did it then, and then it was it was gone. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So not long. You're feeling now. okay now? Yeah. I, oh, my God. Like, you should have seen me this morning. I was looking at people like this, like, mm. really squinty eye, because I'm just trying to, like, stop them from moving, oh, no. <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, I was training Mira this morning, and I'm like... Can you just make it stop? Stop moving <laughs> as a Aww. joke. And she's like, You're crazy. <laughs> yeah. Tough. Bit shit. Tough. It's so, all right. worst uh, things out there. From vertigo to a an interesting topic to kind of carry on from from last week. So last week we chatted about narcissism. Carlos, did you do the oh, test? Yeah. Did you? Oh. Well, what did you come up with? What did you come out with? Yeah. Oh yeah, he's just telling us the answer right now. Oh, so you're no, no narcissism. narcissism. Okay, so Carlos is no narcissism at all. No cool. narcissism. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh it made yes. him feel really good about himself. Yes, okay, that's cool. right. Um, and we've had, like, some funny-ass messages eh, from people being like, <laughs> I've done it with my flatmate, and guess who's the narcissist? <laughs> Honestly, so fun. And, you know, like... I think it's good to find out more about yourself if you weren't aware already that you have narcissistic tendencies. I think it's fun to find out about yourself. Obviously, the the test doesn't give you like a full diagnosis. Um, If you are worried, go see a professional. But this is just like a test for fun. I love how you said narcissistic tendencies. Yeah. And I just to be very clear that that test is not about defining you yeah, we as are not, narcissistic There's no diagnosis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's just an interesting, like you say, it's an interesting kind of self-reflection. So finally, I sort of shared that on our stories. Um, it's on the Plains FM website as well. Just the fun little kind of questionnaire that we did about it. And I will, I am looking forward to doing a poll and kind of seeing... Yeah. Thing where Make everyone sure is you at. do it. So it's on the. It's actually on any. So if you listen on Spotify, it's, it's the link is there. If oh, you cool. listen on Apple, the link is there. If you listen off Planes FM, the link is there. So oh, you Yeah, when you go okay. to listen to the episode, you'll be able to click on it and then do it. It only takes like two minutes max. Yeah, it's like very, it's so quick, and it's an either or. Mm. You know, so yeah. so it's you don't have to think too hard about it, right? Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah, uh, and. 
So that was kind of fun. I was, like I said, I was very much looking forward to doing uh, narcissism and that sort of got us thinking about narcissists a little bit more and then uh, I feel like that has kind of naturally led into a topic which is also very interesting Yeah, and that is gaslighting. Yep. <laughs> if you are watching maths at the moment. I'm not. But you are. I am all <laughs> about married really? at first is it, sight. Is there a lot of Australian. gaslighting on it? This is a this is a topic at the moment on oh, it on mass okay. for sure. So and it has kind of gained popularity this this term of gaslighting. Yeah, probably in the past year or two, do you think? Or a few years? Ah, uh, yeah, a few years I okay. think. But I I must say I didn't have a really good grasp of it until I looked into it a little bit more. What's your understanding of gaslighting off the top of your head? Off the top of my head, it's when um, it's kind of like a manipulative way of making someone feel like almost like they're crazy or they can't recall the story crap. You know, like the whole, um, no, you said, you said that. And it's like, but no, I didn't say that. And and then making you feel like you're crazy for not remembering and you know, yeah, is yeah. it? Yeah. What, what's the definition? Wow, you're so, you're so accurate on that. So, <laughs> gaslighting is the subjective experience of having one's reality repeatedly questioned by another. Uh, it is usually performed over an extended period of time and is a covert type of emotional abuse. It includes oh, there you go. emotional yeah. abuse. Yeah, that's what yeah. I was going with manipulation. Yeah, definitely manipulation. It includes misleading the victim, who then questions the validity of their own thoughts, perception of reality, or memories, like you said. And this can lead to confusion, loss of confidence and self-esteem, and uncertainty of one's mental stability. Primarily, it occurs in romantic relationships, but it's not uncommon in controlling friendships or among family members as well. Have you ever experienced it? Uh, I believe I have in a romantic relationship. Yes. I, I Yes. And looking at this and sort of um, that feeling of having a conversation with your partner and talking about your feelings around the experience and having that, um, you know, kind of uh, dismissed and um, sort of are told that you're crazy for remembering it like that or whatever, I have experienced that for sure. Where you're trying to have a conversation with your partner about something that had happened and you end up feeling very confused and all of that after the conversation. Yeah. I've had that. What about you? Same. Yeah. Yeah. What's your memory of that? I don't have any specifics because it's a long time ago, but I think I, I think – I think a lot. It happened a lot. Or maybe the one, no, I don't know, I shouldn't say timelines. Mm. <laughs> um, yeah, no, for sure. Just it, it, in arguments, you know, mm. so that they win over the argument. Mm. And I'm not really an argumentative person. Mm. So normally I just enter, end up agreeing. Mm. So just to just to make it stop. Like I'll just mm. be like, yeah, sure, okay, I said that, whatever. Mm. I don't say whatever, but I'm like, okay, well, I'm sorry for saying that. I don't remember saying that, but I'm sorry for saying that, you know? Mm, yeah, so then yeah. you end up doing the apologising. Yeah, even though it wasn't really my fault at all and mm. whatever happened never happened or I never said that or whatever, you know? Mm, mm. But, you know, when, like, yeah, it's just when they try and make you think that this happened for 
fall maybe your own fault because you've said something, you've done something when really it had nothing to do with you. But then you you think that maybe you're going crazy because you haven't, you can't remember saying that mm, or mm. doing the thing. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And that's sort of the intention is to uh, con- manipulate in that way to, to gain control. Yeah. I think the, this is um, a really perfect example of, of the gaslighting situation is when someone has cheated on you, but it somehow ends up being your yeah. fault. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that the like most extreme example of being gaslit? Yes. That their bad behavior is because of something you've yeah. done. At no point would they be taking responsibility or extending an apology for hurting you. Look what you made me do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what Carlos just yeah. said. Yeah, yeah, it's your fault. Or if you had had you not texted me back sooner, I wouldn't have gotten. I don't know. I wouldn't have gone into that bar or whatever and done what I did. Yeah, I wouldn't have oh, drunk yeah. so much. I wouldn't have drunk then, so much. Yeah, you know, accidentally, you know, hooked up with someone. Yeah, which led to sex somehow, but who knows how? Yeah, who, who knows? <laughs> like it just happened. Who knows? Just slipped in. <laughs> who knows how? So. um uh, so you said that the you feel like it's been around in the last couple of years? Well, I just feel like it's been talked about a lot more. And I remember thinking, oh, my goodness. Because like, when, when I was with my exes and this was happening or would have happened at some point, I didn't know the term. Mm. I didn't know it was a thing. Mm. But I think it's great that it's become more talked about because yeah. people call it out. Yeah, like you know, it's they been labelled. Like, Why are you guess? Don't gaslight me. This is... Gaslighting, you know, and this is why we're talking about it today so that um, people and young girls, because I think that's when it tends to happen the most when you're Mm. younger and then, like, you know, young relationships and Mm. you think you're madly in love with with this person and Mm. they, you know, things happen. I feel like, I don't know when cheating is more common, but anyway, things happen, but it's somehow, yeah, there's a lot of gaslighting happening. Well, this is when it happened the most to me anyway. When you were younger. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But as I'm older, I wouldn't, I know, I know not to go for that. So like if Essie was to gaslight me, I would call it out or I just wouldn't be with him. Why do you think that's changed? What is it about getting older that allows you the experiences. to not? Okay, to the the experience of having been having on been the in a re- yeah end of yeah that. for sure definitely. Mm. Mm. I think being in all these shitty relationships in the past has given me a lot of experience in relationships because I've kind of been through a lot of the shitty mm. stuff, you know. Mm. And then as you get older, you you and also you know yourself better. You know your worth. Mm. You know what what not to go for. Mm. I wonder too if the popularity and it being labelled is is also that it's not something that's okay anymore. Yeah, or is it kind like yeah? That that's what I'm kind of wondering. So the so the term gaslighting actually comes from a play from 1938. Wow. Yeah. This was adapted into a movie called Gaslight. It's a Alfred Hitchcock movie. Um, but the, it's come from uh, the main character, the male in this movie, uh, tries to convince his wife that she's going insane so that he can steal from her. So when he turns on the lights in the attic to steal jewellery, the gas lights dim downstairs when she comments on, you know, kind of the fact that this is happening, he tells her that 
It's all in her imagination. So she starts to question her own reality. And that's, that's where the term comes from, which the is... gaslighting term because there's a gaslight downstairs in yep. that play. Yep. Haven't you always wondered, like, where are, where, what on earth does that mean? Like, where I does actually, that come from? Well, no, I haven't. I have never wondered enough to look look into it. <laughs> but I'm glad you have. You're but welcome. I have. You know when you say. You know when people are. Oh yeah, gaslighting, and they're not sure what it means. It's because the the name of it actually doesn't give anything yeah, away. Yeah. You know, like normally the name kind of explains it a little bit. Yeah. That doesn't at all. So yeah. What do you think? What kind of name? Have a think about this. What kind of name do you think would describe it better? It is a form of emotional abuse. Okay, if so you had emotional, emotional abuse, abuse, you'd probably understand it. Feeling crazy. It. Um, I don't know, something with emotional abuse in it. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. And I think, I wonder if that, yeah, because I must say, like, you know, I, I've heard it referred to a lot yeah. on uh, on different things, but particularly recently on maths. And I did kind of go, what does it even mean? Like, like I what is the actual yeah, definition? Like, I, like yeah. I, I, kind of, I kind of understand, you know, what it means. But what's the motivation for someone to gaslight someone else? Like, why, why are they doing this? I think there's different levels. Mm. I think there's, in, in circumstances, sometimes the gaslighter might be aware that they are doing that. But in some, they're not aware. Yeah. And that might just be due to their past experiences, due to their personality, that's how they deal with arguments or deal with, um, that's how they communicate mm-hmm. to their partner to be back in control, mm-hmm. maybe, you know, mm-hmm. like, because, you know, like the person that's gaslighting is trying to regain control of that situation. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes I feel like the person might not be aware. Because if I think back to my ex-boyfriends, they wouldn't know all of them, I don't think they would know that they're doing that. I think mm. it's just based on their, that's how they deal with relationships and that's how they've dealt with arguments with their girlfriends. Mm. And I wonder if there is a bit of a gender difference then because in lots of ways men have been conditioned to maintain the power yeah. in that dynamic of a heterosexual relationship, which is um, the guy has the power and so yeah. in order to maintain that you'll you'll do things which are not always healthy. Exactly. And you might not be aware that you're doing it. Yeah, yeah. So it's good that it's a term, that it's got a name, and it's Mm. good that we can call it out because I'm sure you can, you know, like you can call someone out. Like say if Essie was to unintentionally do it to me, I would just call him out. And I'm sure I have before. Mm -hmm. And he's, you know, and he would just, because, you know, we're not all perfect Mm. and he would have just... Like there's been a not with gaslighting where I've been like, you know what you're doing, this is not fair, this is what you're doing. And then mm. he looks back and he's like, oh, actually, you're right. I didn't realize that's what I do. I wonder why I do this. And then he goes into a deep trying to understand why he does this because he's so good at self-development. I mean, that's incredible. Because <laughs> Honestly, like, like that, he, well, he, yeah, he's so deep into self-development is, all the time. Is that happening is during the conversation? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Like if we're having, say, yeah, like some kind of argument and then I'll be like, you know, it's not fair that you're doing this like this or whatever, mm. then you're like, yeah, no, you're right. How do I do that? <laughs> Do you know what? I think it's because of this, and then he'll just <laughs> and then he'll just start talking for ages. It's actually very and, cool. Well, it is, but also like, yeah, it is cool. It's great. It's mm. great. Good for him. So gas gaslighting, not actually, it's not a clinical term. 
um, uh, psychologists. Yeah, what is the clinical term? Well, yeah, so um, psychologists see this, according to the American Psychological Association, it is a colloquial term. Okay, yeah. Um, and the the only thing, I guess, the concern with the sort of like popularity now of using the term is that it can often be used incorrectly just to return, just to refer to when people are having a disagreement. So right, um, yeah. uh, gaslighting is often used as an accusatory way when someone may just be insistent on something or somebody may be trying to influence you and that's not what well, then um, that's gaslighting, gaslighting is gaslighting by saying you're gaslighting right <laughs> like, you <mean? laughs> like you're in an argument say we're not having an argument yeah, and I'm yeah, like, yeah. stop gaslighting me and you're not actually you're just yeah. being like and you're like you're gaslighting yeah, me stop gaslighting me and then you're like am i gaslighting you like yeah. i thought i was just being like stern with my stance here <laughs> so that's ga- gaslighting by using the gaslighting term true and that's when it's used wrongly yeah and do you remember we talked about a few podcasts ago and um, you mentioned uh we're kind of joking about not joking but we're sort of saying I asked you do you have OCD tendencies and you were like I kind of do but not to minimize people who really struggle with this and then I said same with anxiety as people will say I have anxiety but really the experience of anxiety is is, impacts your life the only downside of uh, referencing gaslighting particularly when it's not is it can minimize the experience for people who are actually experiencing experiencing emotional abuse. Yeah. So that's that's kind of the downside. So if you are wondering, is this gaslighting or is this just us disagreeing about something? Yeah. The, here are ten signs of <laughs> gaslighting in a relationship. <laughs> okay, number one. Here we go. <laughs> Here's your checklist, people. Number one. Lying about or denying something and refusing to admit the lie even when you show them proof. Have right. you done that? Like, have I... Have I... Either. I, I hope not. I don't think so. <laughs> Number two, insisting that an event or behaviour you witnessed never happened and that you're remembering it wrong. That is crazy talk. Yeah. Number three, spreading rumors and gossip about you or telling you that other people are gossiping about you. When they're not. When they're not. Oh, golly. Uh, I that think... happens a lot. What do you mean? I feel like this happened a lot at school. Of course it has. Yeah. Have you not wow. heard that? I don't know. Give me an example Kids of that. Kids be mean. Oh, no example. Like, no specifics. But I remember. I've, I've, yeah. Oh, as in outside of a romantic relationship. Oh, is this about romantic only? Sorry. No, 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 it's not. It's not. So that's a very good point, is that it, it, the gaslighting can happen within romantic relationships or it can happen in friendships, friendships yeah. and workplaces and things like that. Um, yes, spreading rumors and gossip about you. Um, yes, I've been I've been on the receiving end of that. Yes, when I have. when there was no ru- oh, yeah yeah there you go yeah. yeah. Uh, number four, changing the subject or refusing to listen when confronted about a lie or other gaslighting behavior. Number five, telling you that you're overreacting oh, when they call when you call them out. Oh, that's that's that, that no. Yeah, that happens a lot, and that's not yeah. cool. I hate yeah. when people say you're overreacting. Well, maybe it matters a lot to me. 
Do you okay. know what I hate? <laughs> Carla says, I maybe you're overreacting. Well, the, do you know what, what do you I, hate? I cannot stand calm down. Car- oh, what yeah. What does that even mean? <laughs> yeah. Calm Ex- down. Well, my goodness, that, that one drives me drives me crazy. Calm down. It's like, no, you're not allowed to express your and emotion. As if, as if I'm going to calm down from you saying calm down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, blame shifting in relationships, saying that if you acted differently, they wouldn't you treat go. you like this. Yeah, so, so it's really your you fault. If you acted differently, I wouldn't have cheated on you. Mm, yeah. That's your fault that I cheated on you if you weren't if you put out more mm-hmm, <laughs> then I wouldn't go and find it elsewhere yep <laughs> yep if that is happening to you like please leave and um, voted off the island trying to smooth things over with loving words that don't match their actions <laughs> so all talk that is chilling um, number eight twisting a story to minimize their abusive behavior I, yeah, I hate that. Well, can't, that's disregarding the person's feelings, right? Yes, yes. And on that note, number nine is minimizing their hurtful behaviors or words by saying something like, it's just a joke or you're way too sensitive. That I've had a lot. <laughs> you're way too sensitive. Yeah. Is that the one you had yeah. a lot? Yeah. I hate it when it's just a joke. Well, obviously it was hurtful if it was a joke and it wasn't even a joke, so you're lying. Yeah, and it's just, I guess the the theme is that any time your feelings are disregarded for whatever yeah, reason, you yeah. know, it's passed off as a joke or, you know, you're way too sensitive. Like uh, number 10, separating you from friends and family who might recognize your gaslighting abuse symptoms. So that's when they are very aware that they're doing it. If you, if you had a friend where you observed that this was kind of consistently happening to her or him. In their romantic relationship. Would you say something to them? I think it depends on, on, it depends on the friend. Mm. Like how close I am to the friend. Yeah, like is it, is it my place to say something? Mm. And the, like just what's happening or, you know, like what is the extent of the gaslighting maybe? Mm. Uh, yeah, I think I, I'd like to say that I would. Mm. Not right there and then in front of the partner, mm. but one-on-one. Mm. Would you? I've never been in that situation, so. Neither. You know, I think it's, I think I sit here now and would like to think that I would speak up. Um don't know if I would speak up in the moment or I would or you or it can be like as a joke almost no, not as a joke but you'd be like oh that's a bit like that's gaslighting mm, you know like mm, just throwing it in there so mm. that the maybe your friend is like oh, if it's happening in front of you mm. you know I've had it with clients when they've like told me say there's someone they're dating or something and this is what they've said like they kept giving the storyline then I'll be very straight up like that's guess like oh that's a red flag. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll yeah. be very um, honest. I think if you catch it early, then you're not too deep in the relationship. Yeah, you know. So this is important to know all the time. Yeah. So that's that's definitely a red flag. One of major. One of a few red flags. That Even you if be the person that's gaslighting isn't aware, 
it's it's really important to let them know that this is what they're doing and that's emotional abuse. Mm. Because sometimes they're not aware and sometimes that's just the way that's their coping mechanism. Mm. Mm. Maybe they've been gaslit before in their mm. past relationships. Like it's just something that needs to be talked about. Yeah, I, I can't imagine that gaslighting comes from a particularly secure place. Exactly. And, uh, you know, whether there's potential for self-development and self-reflection for that to change or whether you sort of understand it like once a gaslighter, always a gaslighter. You know, what's what's the potential for I kind don't of think change? So. I mean, I guess it depends on the person, but I think there's always room to grow. Mm. You know, there's always room to, to change. Depends on how motivated they are. For sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it depends on whether... Because, you know, some people just aren't really looking to, or they just think they're the best, or they just think that there's nothing wrong with them. Mm. I don't have tips and tricks for those of you who are gaslighting, but I do have something around if you are being gaslit, here are five things that you can do to support yourself. The first is gain some distance. So it can be helpful to take a step back from the intense emotions that gaslighting can evoke. Uh, that feeling of like, kind of, am I going crazy? Um, physically leaving the situation can help, but you might also try using some relaxation techniques such as deep breathing or grounding Honestly, exercises. I feel like this is like every, 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 everything is just breathe <laughs> or just meditate. <laughs> meditate and breathe, yeah, and your yeah. life will meditate be great. Meditate <laughs> and breathe. Meditate and breathe. Uh, secondly, save the evidence. Because gaslighting can make you question yourself, work on preserving evidence of your experiences. Keep a journal, save text conversations or keep emails so that you can look back on them later and remind yourself that you shouldn't doubt or question yourself. And on a side note, like this is great for, you know, friendships or at work or whatever, but if you're having to do that in a romantic relationship, that's a red flag. Good point. You know, if you're having to to be like, okay, I must save that, I'll write this down. Then that's a red flag. Yep, that's a very, very good point, and not not a healthy relationship to be no. in at all. Uh, thirdly, set boundaries. Boundaries tell others what you are willing to accept in a relationship. Make it clear that you won't allow the other person to engage in actions such as trivializing or denying what you have to say. Good. Yeah. Fourthly, get an outside perspective. So talk to a friend or family member about what you were going through. Having another person's perspective can help make the situation clearer to you. Yeah. And on that, you know, your your friends and family are really good observers as to what you might be missing around how you're changing and maybe not for the better. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, true. You know, that the kind of the these observers that actually know you really well and particularly if they've known you since you were a child, if they're kind of seeing that you're sort of like, um, you know, adapting and facilitating too much to make the relationship work, then uh, that's something to be taken seriously. Yeah, and sometimes they won't ever tell you that until you open that conversation by letting them know, hey, do you, what do you think of this situation? Yeah, and I, yeah, I was going to say, and there's maybe not so much fear in that because if you're in a healthy relationship, then, you know, that's the feedback that you're going to get. But that tends to be what motivates you to stay in the relationship, right? What Is, does? Well, you know, if you want to stay with someone, but actually you know that they're not necessarily being very good to you, but you don't want to lose the relationship, 
you're less likely to ask to friends talk. and family yeah. for feedback because you probably know what they're going to say. Leave that person. Yeah. Yeah. Get out. Well, and the last one is end the relationship. While it can be difficult ending the relationship with someone who repeatedly gaslights you is often the most effective way to end the abuse. Because here's the impact of gaslighting on our mental health. Being consistently told that you are wrong, confused, or even crazy can have devastating effects on mental health. Along with questioning their own reality and beliefs, gaslighting victims often feel isolated and powerless. Gaslighting abuse symptoms also include low self-esteem, disorientation, self-doubt, and difficulty functioning in school, at work, or in social situations. It's a pretty shit situation to be in. It is. Now, if you are, if you've listened to this podcast and you are not so sure whether this is a situation that you're in, there's a really good website that you can go to and it is uh, oh. areyouokay.org.nz. Oh, right, yeah. um, and We all know that website, don't we? Well, uh, we <laughs> It's a good one. Um, <laughs> and there is a questionnaire that you can do if you're concerned about how your partner or ex treats you. Wow. So that's for romantic relationships. So what's the website? Uh, it is ruok.org.nz. Cool. Uh, so yes. Yeah, so if you're if you're concerned, but you don't necessarily want to raise it with your friends and family just yet, then you can maybe have a look at that website, and then it's got options there if you. Yeah, and I guess yeah, yeah, that's good, and I guess it depends on the obviously the. What's the word, Nat? Think of your words of how extreme it is. Severity? Severity. (laughs) There it is. Yeah, so it depends on that. And, you know, like, I like to think in in a lot of it, not all instances, but a lot of instances, it's not done on purpose. So it's good to raise it so that person is aware of what they're doing. And even if initially they might be really... um, they might push back and be like, no, that's not what I do. Then they might go away and think about it and then come back another time and apologize. Who knows? But Lisa, you've given us some really good tips there on how to deal with it and how to see the red flags. Because <laughs> I bet you everyone's been gaslit before. Yeah, I think like you said. What are the stats? <laughs> no, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine gathering the stats for that. Um, that would be impossible. Yeah. Wouldn't it? Uh, yeah, I think it'd be a hard one, to, <laughs> hard one to gain stats on. But I think, like you said, younger relationships. Uh, well, I don't know. That was my experience and your experience. Definitely um, some gaslighting, but there wasn't that term for it, you know, that long ago. Uh, so have experienced it for sure. Did um, you used to just agree, end up agreeing, or did you just keep fighting back? I think you get exhausted exactly, from going yeah. around in circles and being made to feel crazy. And particularly when I was younger, I wouldn't have, you know, sort of um, uh, enjoyed, I didn't enjoy conflict. Yeah. And I just kind of, I don't know, I guess it felt like there was a power dynamic maybe. You know, he was a little bit older and so... I kind of so more mature, knows more, better. more mature, you know, yeah, like quote marks. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and I think yeah, I think just that feeling of kind of being talked around so much and having your feelings dismissed, you feel like there's not a place for them, and so 
I probably just avoided conflict. And you just kind of shut down. Yeah. 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 So, um, yeah, not. Stop overreacting. I know. Chill out. Just calm down. Calm down. (laughs) Yes, that's the problem. That's the problem. You're making you me feel so much perfect. better. You are perfect. <laughs> and it is my overreaction to the situation. It's kind of like, you know, when you've been in an argument and it started off maybe a behavior that the other person has done and then you're made to believe it's your fault and then you kind of look back and you're like, hold on a minute. Mm. That's not how it started. Mm. It started off the fact that you did this and how have you turned this around and made mm. it about me? Mm. Mm. that's gaslighting that's gaslighting everybody (laughs) so uh i hope you are not experiencing at the moment but hopefully this was helpful there's lots of tips that jess has given us here and let's just be more aware of it i think that's the message and call it out for your friends for yourself for your family yeah i like that because nobody um deserves that yeah see you next time Sisters and brothers and all. (laughs) Bye.